There once was a town built on a single promise. A promise that became a lifestyle. Break the cycle. <laughs> a hundred years ago, this town's citizens took this to heart and lived unlike anyone else would have. A small town in Nevada became a respite from a normal life. But these days, Nirvana is but an ironic joke. Nothing has changed within this town's borders in close to 80 years until the night of September 1st, 2020. When two Tech employees had been commissioned to uncover town's long-abandoned mining operations. They went deep into the quarry, explosives in hand. And they uncovered something that had been buried for years. They were cut off, however, by hands gripping their respective throats and pulling them to the deep. Only then did they realize that the cycle exists for a reason. Okay. Well, Artie, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna stick with Diggaby Bush as the as the central protagonist of the first little tidbit we're doing here. So, how right. long has Diggaby lived here? Uh, about three weeks. Three weeks. And um, would you would you please like describe your beautiful creation? <laughs> All right. Um, well, Digby Bush is just a pen name. Um, his real name's Oliver. And um, let's see. He you, you you'll see him. He wears hiking clothes a lot. Um, he's grew up in the mountains in Utah, and um, hiking's just been something he he's loved to do. Um, he's a little older, around his sixties, and um. He's, um, lighter-skinned, and, um, he's not that tall. He's average-sized. Um, got kind of a big nose, but not too much of a big, of a big one. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what he looks like. Um, yeah. <laughs> he said just describe his physical character. I, I was, I was, yeah, just, just physical Does he have any facial hair? Um... 
light stubble. And he has gray, wavy hair. About shoulder length. Glorious. Um, I think he's... Uh, he's definitely going to be wandering. He's always looking for, for something to learn about or experience. Yeah, he's going to be wandering. All right. Well... You're wandering uh, between alleyways of houses that are sort of built pretty close together, which is kind of like like an uncomfortable distance. Um, close enough that there's no sort of yard yet around for any point okay. of time because the town is completely in the desert. And they're all of they're all these smaller smaller houses that are just built about max max ten feet away from each other. Um, okay. Sometimes less. Um, and you're sort of wandering between these houses, um, looking for shit in the desert ground, and you see something weird. You, well, more like you see someone weird. All right. This is always exciting for Dig for Dig B anyway. And you don't you don't really see them because they're sort of in a shadow that's being cast by one of the houses, and they take a sharp left when they see you. What do you do? Um, I'm going to peek around the. You said they took a left, right? Um, yeah, I'm not going to directly follow after them, but I'm just going to take a couple steps forward and see where they're headed. You look in that direction, and you see this really mundane-looking figure. It's a, it's a woman of shorter stature that has really no sort of defining details surrounding her. Um... But she's being hmm. really shifty. Okay. I mean, is is this enough for Digaby? <laughs> <laughs> you had you had enough of this shit about, or are you gonna keep on pressing, trudging through? Um, Digby's really not the type to get into situations where he isn't prepared for, so. Digby's gonna back off for now. Right, right as you turn to leave, um, you step and you snap a twig that was just sitting there on the ground. Shoot. And she turns towards you, and this is the first time you really get a good look at her face. And Bella, could you describe your character? <laughs> yep, uh, her name is Mary. You guys don't get to know her last name yet. But, so she's this shorter teenage girl, about 15, uh, pretty boring, brown hair, like Quentin said, there's really not anything that noticeable about her face, uh, other than her eyes, I would say. She, hmm, how to describe her? They're kind of piercing, in a way. She has these hazel eyes that are leaning more towards green, and she is always analyzing everything. Uh, but really, that's the only 
anything of note about her other than the fact that she's being shifty. Uh, she has pretty normal clothes on. Nothing too flashy. And Digby, just now, as as you're getting a good look at this girl, uh, you take another another left with your eyes, and you realize that you are right next to um, the newly constructed Nirvana um, Central High School. Oh, okay. If that um, supplies any frame of reference. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Creeping on teenage girls already. No. <laughs> and isn't your character well, like, uh, really old? He, oh my he's god! Really old. He is in the prime of his life, alright? 50 uh-huh. is the prime. He was like 60. Is that really the yeah, prime? Yeah, it Holy is for shit. him. Right. You know what? Yeah. That's respectable. You know, if I'm in the 60s, if I'm in my 60s and that's the prime of my life, then I'm fucking made. And if I'm 15 and I see a guy in his in the prime of his life creeping behind a high school, <laughs> I'm not going to feel safe. Um, okay. Right. Uh, so she is not stoked. She kind of takes a step back. <laughs> and... Um... Digby realizes that this person is not the shifty individual he thought what he came across. Um, and she's gonna, I guess, awkwardly wave. You, you guys have just met in the most awkward manner possible. Um, yeah. Have relations. Uh, I, I'm... Uh, look, terribly sorry, I look, thought you were I, someone else. I'll... I don't want any trouble. I understand that, and neither do I. Um, so, I... <laughs> it, you, uh, go here? Uh, here? N- no, I don't go <laughs> what what no the, the high school that's right in front of us I'm, I'm sorry i'm just trying to make casual talk i'll be get out of your hair uh, she she takes off and just runs opposite direction does not want to be here mm-hmm. you you know you know um digaby that even though you haven't been here for long, you have been doing these morning uh, walks uh, pretty frequently, and you know that she's taking off in the general direction of um, what you would you would know to be the uh, police station. <laughs> Yikes! In- intentionally, intentionally um, or not, she is running in that general direction. Um. I'm going to head over to the police station because I really want to make sure to clear things up. I do not want to be put on anyone's um, bad list. <laughs> okay, so Digby, Digby runs towards the police station. And um, now I want to cut to Mary um, and what she did after this entire encounter. Lots of hyperventilating. Lots of... <laughs> okay. Would you like me to record that? No, 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 no. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. 
Hyper hyperventilation yeah. is is good. Yeah, I'm gonna need a um, I'm gonna need a sound bit from you. Uh, I'm gonna need you to just really, really hyperventilate. I literally want you to pass out in the booth right now. Can we get a take of that real quick? I'm already feeling lightheaded. I had to turn <laughs> you my just hear a thud. <laughs> I just punched my desk. Damn. Want me to do it again? So we, so we get a, about, nice, how... a nice clean take. Yep. She just... goes, she goes. <gasps> <gasps> and that's that. <laughs> no, no, but where... How fun uh, editing that. But what's, what's, what's Mary doing after she recovers from her, um, from her, uh, panic, panicking fit? Uh, she's not going back in the school direction. Does she, does she make it to the police station or is she just in that general direction? I, I was, I was just saying that she was in that general direction. If you have a hangout spot, you can just fucking invent it. Yeah, she has. <laughs> How edgy are we gonna go here for her? I mean, your as character. Edgy as you wish, that would make sense. All right. Let's say there's this public park. There's this public park in Nirvana. Uh, it's not much of a park because it's the desert, right? But like they tried making it look nice. Mm-hmm. And and she kind of goes there, especially during the school time, because it's not very frequently trafficked. So she pulls out, like, a book or something and just kind of tries to lay low. All right. Well, this park is sitting just... It, it's it's not looking too good. Like, it was constructed nope. two or three years back. Um, it, it's, it's actually looking pretty bad. Uh, most of the stuff is beat up. There's graffiti on the slide. But only the slide for some reason. Um... It's always the slides. And it says B was here. And then and then a little a little insignia that you can't totally make out. Um prob probably just a little doodle someone made, but you don't know. Um And what are you doing? Are you are you sitting down on the swings? Are you grabbing a bench? I'm inside. I'm inside the slide. Alright. Because I'm assuming it's one of those, it's one of those round ones, right? Where she can like, just like kind of hide in it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the loopy one. And she, and she's just, yep. Yeah, so you hide inside of this loopy slide, and you pull out a book. What book are you reading? <laughs> um, poetry for Dummies? Let's, Fun book, it's called it's a, Fifty yeah, Shades. It's a, it's, of, no. <laughs> no, it's a poetry book, absolutely. Okay, okay. Super cryptic, just, it's not even great poetry either, it's like... A poetry book you could pick up at a local bookstore. All right. So she's reading a book on very, very dark, very spoopy uh, poetry. <laughs> and I mean, what, what, what very few trees there are, are um, changing to like your browns and your oranges because it is, it is um, starting to turn to the fall. Um, it's Halloween time. Almost Halloween time. Not not quite yet. Not quite yet. Not October yet. But in the next in the next few months, Halloween's definitely coming. And a couple of people have already started putting up their decorations. Um, 
but that that's how the that's how the neighborhood looks um no but you're sitting in this park and you're in this in this big windy slide and you hear a noise oh great it's a thud and it's right outside the slide on which end of the slide the top or the bottom the top and it hits it, it sounds like something hit the top Ugh. what are you okay she kind of scram she she kind of scrambles out yeah. of the bottom end to kind of try and scope it out cuz i mean she doesn't want to be in there whilst something is just plopping on top um and you can see mm-hmm. sitting on top of the slide is a man in a dark, dark, dark suit. Uh, like, the thing about the suit is that you can't quite tell that it's there. It's just dark. Just darkness. Uh, and it's it's not... That's in no way metaphorical... It's just like the vacant, not space. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he's wearing a red, a red dress shirt. Um, and the thing that you can tell about him is that the co- the colors are more like concepts. Like they don't they register in your mind, but you can't pick out any particular shades. All you can tell is that this is this is red, that is black, but you can totally make out his face, um, except for he's wearing. Okay spectacles and they are they are red tinted spectacles covering up his did, eyes did did the devil decide to walk into nirvana nevada today is that what happened not necess not necessarily <gasps> oh i i get it i think i know who this is and he puts a I- finger up to his lips and I want you to roll me a, let's see, I want you to roll me a tough. Just a straight up and down oh. tough. It's 2d6, right? Yeah. Ten. You got a ten? Okay, that's a full success. Mm-hmm. With this full success, you were able to keep your eyes open long enough to tell something else about him. Mm. He has these really, really, really bony fingers. And you can tell his entire body is kind of sunken in. Very thin. Um, But he's missing. He's missing a finger. Mm. His pinky on his left hand is entirely gone. And... Just as you surmise that, you've kept your eyes open as long as you can, and you blink, and he's gone. Hooray. <laughs> Do you want to go back to reading after that? Nope. Nope. So you want to keep wandering? Yeah. Okay, so you go out to the right, and you realize that the next big building is the police station. Oh, shit. And sitting outside of the police station, you see a 
sort of sort of panicked Diggaby Bush uh, talking to a police officer. Ah, uh, no. Sir, uh, listen, we kind of have our hands full here. I understand. I understand the issue that you had, but um, I I don't think I don't think that we can help out right now. I I mean, if you see them, I think they might be lost or something. I they looked very stressed and wary. I I feel like there's something going on at least. Uh, any details that you can give us? We're we're sort of patrolling around. We could keep an eye out. Let's see. barely remember anything about them actually um they kept staring at me um that they they, they stare a lot oh they, really intense i oh god damn it and you said that they were a younger what? girl yes god damn it mary and um uh. Mary, you look a little bit closer, and then you realize the head officer is your father. Oh, shit. And he's the one that's talking to, um, talking to Digby. And he turns and he says, I am so, 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 so sorry. I need to, I, I do need to set her straight. I, we, we just, we just moved here a couple weeks back, and she is not taken oh, to sir, it. Sir, it's alright. I just wanted to make sure there was, wasn't a problem or anything. She'll be fine. Yeah. I just all right. If you, if you see her, send her my way. I will. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, sir. You have a good day. You too. And he he walks back inside. <laughs> um and Dig Digaby is sort of finishing up his conversation. Mary, what are what are you doing? Are you are you staying? Are you listening in? Running? As soon as as soon as the father, my father, goes into the police station, I grab Digaby and I kind oh. of hustle him into an alleyway. Adjacent, not across, because someone could see, adjacent to the police station. Uh, you again. Um your father seems to be very worried about you. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, my father can't be trusted. What, what, why, why did you rat me out? What do you mean? I didn't rat you out. What, you... what were you doing? What did I do I, to you? To be, to be honest, you look like a, you have the look of someone who's, like, terrified all the time, and... I just wanted to make sure everything was all right. All right, uh -huh, you know. Uh -huh. Well, the next time you get the bright idea to go talking to my father about how scared I look, maybe you should you should stop and think, okay? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It wasn't. I don't want to go. I don't want to have I... to go in there and say that there's some creep looking at 15 year old girls, huh? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa how would how would whoa, you like whoa, whoa, whoa. that, huh? That was just a coincidence. All right, I'm. Oh, it man. was just a coincidence that you were talking to my dad. Well, most likely, yes. He was one of the only officers in in, in the front room, you know? <sighs> Look. Look. Uh, <laughs> you should be getting back to your father. He's, uh, like I, I said. Not. You, All right, you why not? don't Tell know me. my dad. Tell me. Why, why not? not? 
He can't why be not? trusted. Can you tell me why? He, he's shifty. He's an ex-military asshole. That, that'll take everything you say and just throw it in the garbage can. You know, that really does not convince me. You... That's... <sighs> look, look, whatever. Uh, I don't need this right now. And she kind of just pushes around him and, and makes her way out of the alley. And you hear a voice in the back of your head, Mary, say, He's going to rat you out. You hmm. need to take care of him. Now. You really want to go back into that school with those people? Or do you mm. want to do something about it? Uh, um, I, I don't want to go back. I. Hey, does Digaby have anything on him that he would consider valuable or that he likes remotely? Yes. Okay. Uh, I would like. I would like to do hex. What do I have to roll for that? Uh, I would say plus weird. Oh crap! That's a five. Okay. <gasps> okay. Well, what I get to do is I get to do this. I get to take a hard move on you. Ugh. Um. And as you try to cast that spell, everything goes dark, <laughs> and you can't see in front of you. And, okay. um, you can still feel everything. I, you try to feel around and you can feel the brick of the houses, um, but you are blind. Except for a door that you can see on the other side of this void. And that, that's, that's all you can see. What do you do? Uh, she starts kind of flailing around in this dark space and starts trying to head towards the door. All right, you're bumping, you're bumping into everything. Like you can feel light poles that your hands are grazing, not necessarily like that you're hitting comically, but like you feel them with your hands. Um, your feet. You swear to God, um, you stepped on something and you heard a yelp. Um, oh. But it was a little bit muffled, um, and you make it out the other side um and you realize that you're in the shopping district and do you oh, think do you think you've ever like strolled down here before much uh probably not that doesn't sound like something that would be like maybe with her dad when they first moved but like it wouldn't be familiar all right so you know that there's a bookstore a general store um, and then to the left of those in this little strip mall, um, there is Billy's Butching Emporium. <laughs> I, I, I should probably go in there. I mean, well, there's no, a man like... standing outside. Oh, and... is there? Well, the unfortunate thing... Um, is that you've just bumped into him. Oh. Like, like he was on the other side of the tunnel. 
And you bumped face first into... Gavin, would you like to introduce your character? Absolutely. I'd be <laughs> delighted. So, the man you bump into is about six feet tall. Uh, looking at his face, you see his haircut is interesting. He has the same haircut as, like, Negasonic Teenage Warhead in Deadpool. <laughs> uh, his face is very noticeably, like, Native American in origin. He, uh, his eyes are... They're not very saturated, they're kind of gray. And he has no facial hair. He has a generally kind of good-looking face. And I just mean in terms of... He, he's not very overweight at all. His general body type is... It looks muscular, but that might be because the shirt that he's wearing that simply displays a, like, probably some indie pop band, like, logo on it, is probably, like, a size or two too small. So he, his biceps and everything kind of hug the sleeves of the shirt. And that shirt is kind of fastened down and tucked into a pair of skinny jeans he's wearing with a flannel, a like red and black flannel uh, tied around his waist. I will go ahead and let you know now, he'll probably never wear that flannel how he's supposed to. <laughs> he always has it kind of tied somewhere. God damn it. Well, now we have a character arc that we have his to work shoes, through. Yeah. <laughs> and his, his shoes are definitely like Hot Topic, Converse, Vans, whatever. Just some kind of shoe that fits the rest of this aesthetic. And the man is also holding a hunting knife in his hand and is with his thumb trying to get off some uh, very prominent bloodstains. Ah! But immediately after noticing the child that ran into him, he immediately sheathes it, but you have enough time to notice that. Okie dokie. And upon the girl running into him goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, are you alright? Uh-huh. Uh Oh, oh, my God, please don't stab me. Oh, oh I'm so oh, sorry. This, no, no, I work for the butcher. Don't worry, this is very normal for me. The, I know it might be a little jarring for you, but I've never, I've never seen you around before. The, I also didn't see you coming. Where'd you come from? I, the, the, there's, there's a butcher here. Where are we? In Nirvana, Nevada? Uh. I know this is a quite a quaint town. You've probably seen around this district before. A girl your age should be all over it. Uh, this is the only fun spot we have. Uh, uh, f fun, right. Uh, well, not the butcher. I mean, like, going clothes shopping. You don't get a, you know, an outfit like this just walking around Nevada. Maybe back in Vegas, but you never want to live in Vegas. Uh, uh right. Do you go to the school? The, the, the school? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's a little new. Yeah, I I go there. I, I, absolutely, yes. You see a smirk rise on this man's face as he kind of realizes what's going on. You're skipping class, aren't you? Uh, Don't worry, I won't tell anybody. When I was your age, I had some pro medical issues. I had to be out of school for a long time. I got into a bad habit of missing class. <laughs> yeah, I, ha I have something like that. 
<clears throat> Two. Oh, what's your name, little girl? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> after after he hears himself say that, he continues. That might have been a little blunt. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but how old are you? You you don't look too old. Did you just you freshman at the high school? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a freshman. So what's that mean? You're what? Fourteen? Fifteen? Uh, uh, sixteen. I think I might have been sixteen when I was a freshman. Uh, no, I'm fifteen. Uh, listen, I should probably be going. Just as just as she says that, um, a man walks out, like like a big like a bigger man, a, a man with a bigger stature, a really muscular but sort of like um, he's a hardy man. That's that's sort of what I'll I'll use to describe him. And he has this big, long beard that's sort of braided um, all the way down. And he's carrying this big, big butcher's knife. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's covered in a little bit of blood. Not a lot. Just a little bit. Just enough. Just enough. Like, on the tip. Um, and uh, Bill walks out and he goes, oh, what, what are you doing? What? Listen, I, I, I don't. I, I do not need this in my place of business, Dakota. What is what is a girl doing here? I'm not really sure. She just kind of stumbled around. I think she might be lost. I can take her back to the school. Uh, uh, I just no. was standing outside on my break. I mean, I can I can take care of it if you if you want. I mean, I know that you're <laughs> cutting. I feel like you might be a little scary for the little girl. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that now. Fair enough. Because, you know, I I wouldn't hurt a fly. I would hurt a deer. <laughs> but anyway, I I can escort her away. Don't worry, we'll be fine. All but right. uh, we still have to cut up the rest of those meats. We do, you we do. You can get back to work. This probably won't happen again unless she's actually a customer, but I imagine her parents could take care of that. Well, it's a, it's a good thing that you're leaving. I mean, we'll probably have more customers now that you're shitty ass car is out of the fucking parking lot don't bring that up i don't really drive much this place is so tiny it's covered in dust jesus christ you could take care of it like once i i'm not much of a car person i'm sorry i can get around so much faster on my feet and what am i gonna do drive a car out to the five places around here that i actually have animals for us to cut up you know, <sighs> solid point solid solid point all right well just make sure she gets back to school and doesn't show up here again and she gives you and he gives you um this big like dirty suggestive look that's like stay the fuck away from my shop she narrows her eyes back at him i'll be sure she gets out okay all right she shouldn't be bothering us anymore come on uh what was your name again Mary. Well, I'm Dakota. Hopefully we won't be having too many more run-ins like this, but I'll take you back to the school. You'll be fine. Uh, and then uh, he kind of leans down and whispers, If you want to keep skipping class, that's okay. I can take you somewhere that's a little more secluded. Yeah. I know the face of someone who's hiding. 
<laughs> yeah. Dakota would then escort her. But yeah, she, he's aware that she's skipping class. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll take her somewhere where no one really visits. Mm-hmm. And it's to not be creepy and not going to like my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I actually see we're in like a strip mall kind of area, correct? Yeah. So I'd say, due to the location of the butchers, I'd say moving probably a little bit south of this area. So, what? Wait, what direction is the school from here? The school would be west, about, like, almost directly west. Okay, yeah, then we go south to one of the few spots that still has, like, some trees and stuff, which is where Dakota does his hunting, but it's also a good spot to, little, you know, set up camp and think of it, mm-hmm. I suppose. So Dakota, Dakota leads her down that way and says... I'm sorry, you know, our butcher friend over there gets a little angry when people have a presence to them. (laughs) He doesn't really trust people very much. I assume you relate, being a teenage girl. I never (laughs) trusted anyone when I was a teenager. Not even myself. Or, you know, anything else going on in this head of mine. Um, (laughs) I do still wonder, I never saw you coming. You must be very sneaky. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I was just too distracted. Yeah, something like that. So are you trying to hide from someone? Someone get on your back? You're being uh, chased by too many boys? Uh, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> uh, no, but, but I my... understand. <laughs> yeah. I also didn't mention that this guy, he looks to be in his, like, late 20s. That's so cool. And, of course, from the way he talks, you can kind of guess how he carries himself around, his stature, his hand movements when he talks. Mm-hmm. She, Mary is very jittery. She's also not familiar with this area either. And she's kind of looking around in this paranoid-ish state while they're walking. But yeah, what brings you to town? Uh, uh, my, my dad got a job here. Oh, really? I don't think I've met him. Uh, it's for the best, probably. Oh, come on. Where does he work? He's a cop. Ah, uh, that's probably why I never saw him. My dad wasn't a cop, but he was a little strict around the house. So, I relate. <laughs> well, Digaby, are you still walking, walking about? Or have yeah, you, or have you he's settled on a spot? resumed his wandering, but he's still keeping an eye out for the um for the girl he saw, so he can try try most likely in vain to bring her to the police station to talk with her. Uh, okay, Digaby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're. Walking around. And what, what do you have on you? I'm actually very curious um, about what that valuable possession was. Um, so, Digby's got a t-shirt and some cargo shorts on. Um, that's his hiking clothes. And in the back pocket, he's got a notepad. That's his um, valued possession. 
Okay. Um, it's Uh-oh. green leather. Um, it's a pretty nice one, actually. Um, he Anything supernatural or out of the ordinary, he just has to write it down. It great, makes great material for well, the Well, Digaby, holy shit, do I have a paragraph for you. Because what you saw when... Um, when Mary had her entire scene going, her eyes went black. It wasn't anything. It, just the entire eyeball went black. Okay. Um, I'm assuming Digby sees, like, their direction she ran, she ran off in. Um, like, yes. Digby is going to, like, take probably, like, a light jog after um, in the direction she ran, and he is going to be... be <laughs> scribbling furiously as he runs after this girl in his notebook. You were, you were able to sort of follow this trail of carnage um, that she left in her wake, and you were able to see sort of like um, there was actually a dented light pole that, that you were able to follow. Um, and then there was there was a lady who was bent down over her um, her dog. Oh, oh my God! Yikes! Is but the dog, the dog doing all right? Um, the the dog looks a little bit injured. It's not it's not bad, but you can see that it's sort of wincing in pain, and you would imagine that's also probably with her. Um, yeah. and you you ask around, and they all sort of point you in the direction of the butcher's shop. Okay. I'm gonna walk to the bush butcher shop and walk in the front door. I guess. All right. Have you been here before? Yes, I have. I've been in this area. I th- through my daily, n- not quite daily, but I wander around a lot. So I know right. the area relatively well. But have you been inside of the shop? I have not. I've just hung around outside it. Eh. Uh... Okay, so inside you find Bill, who's there, and he's big and beefy, like like I described earlier. But you also see someone else. Um, you see a little girl in an apron, um, who seems to be hanging around the back, um, just sort of sitting in a chair, kicking her legs, and she's looking at the ground. And you can see Bill talking to her, and she says, and and he says, um. Hey, uh, honey, we have a, we have a guest. We have a, we have a customer. You, you wanna, you wanna maybe, uh, greet them? Like, like we practiced? And she looks up at you, and she looks back down, and she looks up at you again, and she shakes her head, like, directly, directly at you. And he <laughs> says, okay, that's, that's fine. That's, that's okay, honey. We'll, we'll get him next time. Um, and then he looks up at you and says, uh, all right, welcome to, uh, Bill's Butchery Emporium. What can I what can I do you for? Hey, um I'm hey Bill, I'm sorry to disappoint, but I'm actually not here to buy. Um I was wondering the, the if... smile, the the fake salesman smile instantly like disappears from his face. <laughs> Alright, so what do you want? Um, what 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 the hell do you want? Have you perchance seen um a young girl around the teens, younger teens, maybe 16, 15, um, they, they were 
running around all willy-nilly, and I saw them heading in the direction of the butcher shop, and I was just wondering if you'd seen uh, anything of the like. Well, I knew that she was more trouble than she was worth. That's why I had her sent away. Um, yeah, she went with my boy Dakota down to who God knows where. I think that she was uh, he was taking her back to the high school, but if I if I know Dakota. He's not. He's not going right back. Oh. Probably trying to play to her. Uh, trying to play to her sensitivities or whatnot. I see. Um, where do you think he took her then? Um, you know that I can't quite be sure on. But they. Uh, he kind of gives you the general direction that they uh, that they went in. Um, okay. And tells you that they took off there. He's really. He's really easy to spot. Uh, just, okay. just look for the haircut. Um, you know, you know that you know that one character. I can't, I can't remember the name for the life of me from Deadpool. Mm. The one with the, the one with the hair. Never watched it. I'm. Oh sorry. God, you haven't seen that film. I love, I love that film. You know, you're gonna have to come around and watch it sometime. Uh, eventually, yeah, eventually. And the little girl, the little girl pokes her head out from behind the um, counter, which she kind of was hanging out under, and she says, "No, I don't like that movie." And he says, "Okay, I'm I'm sorry, honey. I, it bad words. Okay, okay. I, he gets it. Really bad words. Are bad words. I understand. Thanks and for the do, heads. They up. do sexies. And he says, oh. What the? Ew. Wait, no, I didn't watch that part yeah. with you. I, I'm probably and then not he turns watch to that and He's like, oh my god. Uh, um, I, 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 we did not watch that together. And he has this look of shame and and like." <sighs> mix of shame and despair on his face and he and he says i i gave you all i can i gave you all i can now i have to have a conversation with this young lady here and he turns towards her with this apologetic look all right uh, um <laughs> digby does not it feels like it's best if he does not say anything else so he's just going to head out in the direction that bill told him to go okay so cut cutting back to um cutting back to you guys have you have you arrived where you were headed towards dakota yeah yeah it's it's not far into the little woodsy area and could you describe it a little bit more so we're in nevada so i don't imagine there's a lot of woods so there aren't many, many trees. Actually, and in fact, what, most of them. What you notice is that there are a lot more trees than you would normally find yeah. in Nevada around the town of Nirvana, but like not a noticeable amount. But the foliage is stronger than you would think. Yeah. So, uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah, a good amount of the trees are, you know, they look autumn-esque as, as for the season. And the spot we go to is just a small little clearing in the woods where there's no, like, tent or anything, but there's a tree stump, uh, actually a couple of tree stumps from where they were probably planning to do some kind of construction here, but kind of just flaked out on it. So a couple little tree stumps here and there. You can see some of the hunting equipment is also set up there. There are some guns sitting out, but they don't even look loaded. And that's 
all I could really say there. So yeah, feel free to sit down a little tree stump. The spot should be pretty nice and quaint. I don't think a lot of animals come out around this time of day, so we should be alright just to stay here. She kind of nods at him, and and just, like, her whole body is rigid, and just kind of makes her way over to a stump and just kind of is observing the area. Just, you know, she's still not super duper comfortable. Why? Well, I, I can only imagine why. <laughs> Don't worry, nothing out here is going to bite you. Uh, yeah. Most of the snakes and spiders and other disgusting little creatures are usually out more in the desert areas. I'm surprised we have such a lush, well, lush relative, rel relatively, uh, forest around these parts of town. Nirvana's a pretty special place. It's nice that you moved here, even if your deadbeat dad also came. And at the mention of your dad's name, any any other feelings that you were feeling turned to turned to anger. Like you are now in a state of emotional distress. Yeah, her face just flushes up, uh, super duper red. She kind of huffs and and then gets up and starts kicking twigs around. <laughs> what do what do you know about my dad anyway? What do you know about me or me moving here? Uh, you, you, you know, you don't really. know anything about me, frankly, no, and I don't. I don't know why you pulled me into the woods or why I'm even in stupid Nirvana anyway. G God, and she's just pacing now. And Dakota's face looks pretty, pretty blank. Like, he kind of just, he doesn't really seem very responsive for what she just said, but it is clear he's thinking of a response. As, as you're thinking of that response, and are you, are you looking at her too carefully, or are you more in your uh, I, I'm looking in her direction, but kind of just with glass eyes, where it doesn't, it's not like, it's like I'm looking past her. You can tell something about her. You can tell something isn't right. Something's a little fishy. <laughs> Mary, you're getting more upset. You're getting much, much more upset. Like, as, as time goes on and as you sort of think about it, it's like something isn't letting this thought leave your head. And it keeps bouncing around. And every single time it does, it gets a little bit more vivid until all you can see and think is is hatred and you look in dakota's direction or where he was and you see your dad oh no dakota okay. gets up from where he's sitting kind of cautiously and goes you look a little angry <laughs> sit back down I'm... sit i'm not gonna take orders from a little girl all right and all you can all you can hear all you can hear Mary is sweetie I we 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 had to it wasn't it wasn't my decision we we had to come down here I shut up shut up I can leave you alone I you, you know the way back it's just straight that way just leave me it, alone 
and I Dakota, Mary's hair starts to float. Dakota witnesses this, and for a moment you swear he, like, smirks a little when he sees this, but immediately his face then turns to, like, dread. (laughs) As he very, like, confusingly looks and goes, I don't think you can build up that much static electricity just sitting on a tree stump. (laughs) And yeah, he kind of makes himself laugh with that, but then immediately realizes the danger of the situation, starts slowly pacing back from once they came. And Mary, to you, your 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 dad just your dad just cracked a pun in in, in your face. What is wrong with you? I want to cast hex. You want to cast hex? Uh huh. What do you want to do with hex? Let's do the second option on there. Okay. She's not happy. Dad, that's a ten. Dakota, you get this. You get this. You get this headache, and you can hear screaming in the back of your mind. That's not good. What and what is that? What does that screaming sound like? Do you want me to scream? (laughs) No, 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 no. just like, just like. Well, it sounds strangely like it's scratchy. It's angry. It's also almost animalistic is what i imagine he'd hear and you start you you see blood pouring pouring out of your uh dripping out from your mouth oh dang that's not good i'm sorry at the at the same time you notice that i just want to add some gruesomeness to this dakota's eyes are also now drenched in red (laughs) as he like hunches over and he like whimpers he doesn't like scream in pain which is kind of surprising (laughs) and dakota you take two harm oh that's wonderful yeah would his reaction be enough to snap me out of the hallucination oh no yeah you are you are out of the hallucination Okie dokie. You watched you watched like this. Back. No, no, you watched this entire thing go down. That's the thing. That's the thing. I think your powers are more an emotional build up, but then mm-hmm, once mm-hmm. you use it, like all of the hallucinations and stuff that's kind of like goading you leaves. Okay. Very cool. Y- yeah, so she her hair goes back to normal, eyes go back to normal, and she's horrified. And and if you can even see, which I don't know if you can, Dakota, she she has this horrible look of guilt on her face, or she kind of just starts closing in on herself, like her shoulders and everything, and and she goes, uh, uh, "Oh, oh my God, I, I, I'm so sorry." And as she's saying that, she kind of starts backing up a little bit, and then t- seeing that you are not okay she kind of starts as you see dakota wipe his eyes and get the blood away his eyes are still red because he he, just like earlier with the knife Mm -hmm. you can't get all that out but she she just kind of starts hauling it in whatever direction she isn't looking she doesn't care and and wants to get as far away from the situation as possible and yeah, Dakota will hobble over to one of those tree stumps and 
take a seat, still rubbing his eyes. At this point, Digaby, you would be arriving, you heard a sound, and you took off on this, um, into, into this, like, sort of forested area, but the trees are far enough away from each other that you can see perfectly, um, what's going on. Okay. Um, you did not see this gruesome scene, but you saw her running away. Um, and okay. now you see this man uh, leaning down, uh, wiping wiping his eyes. Sir, you're right. Um, what what happened? Is is that blood? Uh, I'm fine. Just. <clears throat> as he hurls up a bunch of blood. Oh, God. Shoot. I, I just... That girl. You see his eyes are now back to, like, the grayish tones they were before. Yeah, just... Can, can, can you stand? at the moment. You might have to. Vomiting that much blood is very serious. We need to get you I think I'll be somewhere fine. where you can get help. I don't trust hospitals. And Dakota stands himself up, hobbles around a little bit, but then catches his footing and says, You seem new in town. Um, I've never seen you before. Well, I haven't really been down this way much. I've more thoroughly been wandering around the other areas of town. But, um, I'm relatively new. Been here for a little bit. Um, I'm Digby. Um, I'm okay. Dakota. And you are? I work for the butcher. I'm sure you've met him. He's very, he's nice when you get to know him, but he might have been a little abrasive the first time. Um, maybe just a bit. This happened yes, moments ago. Um, I already feel a little better. I think we should talk to that girl. When you met the, the girl's father, the police chief. Um, did he, seem, weird to you? Did he seem like he could? No, um, he seemed like a perfectly normal, respectable man. I have don't have the same to say about her. His daughter, though, she's a bit um out there. I'd say. Did you, did you catch where she's gone? I saw her she running away when I got here. Back to town, probably far from the police station. But I. Um. Okay, Digby, Digby pulls out his notepad. Can you describe to me um, what exactly happened? Like, did she cause her that... Her hair got all... All that blood? Frizzy, her eyes got all weird, and... She... I, I heard a voice in my head, and then I, I just... The blood started coming from inside of me. And I... Wow. Don't even think it was mine. I'm concerned and intrigued, to be honest. Um, I think we should go after. Someone needs to be watching them, at least. Well, you, you should go find her. I'm afraid that she'll, I don't know, turn me into some kind of monster, or drain the life out of me, or, I don't know, make me puke up more vomit, or blood. I'm, I, I need to wash myself off, too. I feel disgusting. It was nice meeting you, Digby. Hopefully we'll meet on better terms next time. You really don't I'd seem well. Rather, I'd rather not talk to the, the medics. I'm sure I'll be fine in the morning.
It seems spontaneous. I already feel better. I'm just traumatized. Okay. Like any sense of a trail that can lead him to Mary. Oh, big, big trail, big trail. She's not really thinking about where <laughs> she's going. So there okay. are um, twigs and leaves that are sort of broken everywhere. And from your years of surveying your environment, this is this is easy shit for you. So I want to move to I want to move to Mary. Mary, you're running, and you're not just running from the scene. You're not just running from. Digaby or or your dad 110% you are not running away from Dakota you're running away from yourself or not exactly yourself your past what you've what you've been through the things that you did and you're running and you almost fall you hit a rocky quarry with construction equipment strewn about and you look down and there's rubble and there's blood and there's an open mine shaft and there's something breathing down your neck just before you can turn around to see what it is a long thin arm grabs you want to turn around? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There is a beast that you cannot describe the look of. Um, it has these long, long, thin limbs, like almost, almost stick thin. Um, but they're, they're, they're long enough that um, they are standing at about 10 feet and their arms are just as long. Sort of reaching to the ground if they were standing all the way up. And for a face, it has this pale white deer skull with eyes staring out the back of it. Looks like it's wearing it as a helmet, but it's not. You can tell that it's not. This is fused with its flesh. And it's fleshy, except where it's hairy. But there are just these spots of, of just muscle and and just tissue that dots its body and it grabs you with strength that you probably wouldn't have guessed it had and that's when uh that's when you arrive on the scene all right davy arrives um so am i i'm in direct view of this creature grabbing mary you are but only only from the back you're about 20 Shoot. feet 20 feet away from it and uh it hears you say that and and its head darts towards you Ooh. and you recognize this thing is the you you've spent years tracking the paranormal and um you are an expert in cryptozoology so you know all about the different monsters and their folklore this is the spitting image of a wendigo and you know oh, no. that that's a very, very bad thing. You're sitting here, and this thing has this girl. And how, how do you look? How do you look, Mary? I don't want to. I don't want to assume anything. Oh, uh, she's ta- freaked out. She's freaked out. Yeah. As she has been this entire time, but especially now. 
her eyes, every single time that you've come in contact with her, they've been furrowed. And she has this sort of, like, unbroken focus that has stayed the same throughout every single encounter um, that you've had with her. Like, like she's a lot older than she's letting on. Or, like, she has... Mm. Like, like, she's seen a lot of shit. Um, that that look is, is broken. She is a terrified 15-year-old girl. And what are you going to do? To help her or run away? Um, I... It's within Digby's moral okay. compass to go help. I have a question. So... As one of his weapons, Digby has a juju bag. Um, I literally have no idea what that entails. Because I feel like that would be very good for... Oh, it's a vintage tote bag. And it contains... Just a bunch of shit. Really, really... Whatever you want it to. And I think that the idea behind this this juju bag is that it, um contains some sort of like raw magical energy so you want to you want to fling your juju bag at the at the windigo um yes i think i will would i roll Hmm. weird for that since it's magic um no just roll kick some ass all right um on kick some ass on a 10 plus you get to choose one extra effect um, okay. You either gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give one plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, plus one harm. You suffer less harm, or you fo- you force them where you want them. Um, what is plus one? So forward? plus one forward basically means on your next roll you get a you get a plus one. Um, and you can either give that to yourself, or you can either give that, or you can give that to um Bella. Okay. Um. I think Digby's main objective is just to get Mary out of there and himself out of there. I want to give plus one forward to So, you chuck this um, bag at this big hulking beast. And at first, it's not impressed at all. (laughs) But then, something, something weird happens. The bag opens. It opens on its own. Um... And you, 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 you both can see this sort of, like, strange... You, you can't... It's not a, it's not a liquid, solid, or, or a gas. It's just, it's just energy. Energy spills out. And it, um... It hits him in the face. R- right in the face. And, um... Mary, you are, you are free from its clutches. You're not free, but it, it, lo- it definitely loosened its grip. Act under pressure. I got an eight. So I can either give you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Oh. Here's what I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna say. You get out of its clutches, but it has these long, razor sharp, talon like fingers. Okay. And they prick you. And you're bleeding. Ow. It like it barely hurt, but you're bleeding now. Um and okay. you're you're bleeding pretty severely. Um, not, not, not terribly. Like this wasn't a mortal wound, but you were generating quite a bit of blood. Um, it nicked your, so it nicked your this... arm. Okay. Z- zero harm. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like a big. But just a, just a. Okay. Just a prick. Um, and where do you run? Oof. Uh, 
kinda, kinda out of there. I think she'd have, like, the sense to try and get Digby to go with her. Not even because she particularly likes this guy, but that's a big monster. She doesn't even want to be running by herself, Mm -hmm. right? So I don't know if she would necessarily grab him to get him to go with her, but she would definitely be like, uh, come on. And as she's, like, just taking off, uh, kind of in the same direction she was going just backwards. Mm-hmm. So she's not by the quarry anymore. Yeah. So, like, okay. the same direction Digby came from, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And what are you doing, Digby? Um, I am sprinting after Mary. I want to get out of there. I do not like You guys, um... Mary first, uh, Digaby, Digaby second, or not Digaby, yeah, wait, no Digaby, yeah, that's it. Yes. Um, you guys are running fucking fast. Um, and something that you notice, Digaby, is that she's bleeding. Um, and you are a hiker, um, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Do, Do you have, do you have, like, first aid equipment on you? Um, I have some bandages and some gauze, but that's it. No, like, complicated medical stuff. Okay. So, she has this big, like, long cut down okay. her arm. Um, it's thin, but it's, it's, it's long. And it's giving off a lot of blood. So, you make a, you make a note of that. And you run. Okay. You fucking run. And where do you run to? Where, where, where are you both, where are you both running? You cut back through the trees and into the town. Okay. And you look back at the woods, you look back at the wood, and you see it standing there. Right on the uh. cusp of um of of the town. It sees people and it doesn't want to go forward. Um okay. but you hear this you hear this loud loud growling sound. Digby's gonna take note that it's not going to approach um, large groups of people, mm-hmm. and um, where are we running to? Um, Mary's ahead, right? Okay. Um, you could come check on your favorite everyday man. And actually, gay. actually, um, out there, I think I think you do see Dakota. Um, still at the butchers. Still at still at the butchers. Um. Okay. And thing, the, Dakota, would you go over to join them seeing this scene? N- well, actually, you smell the Wendigo before you see it. You smell rotting flesh. Oh God! What? The... Oh um, yeah, that's a that's a pretty prominent smell. It's something that Dakota could pick out being a butcher. Total one hundred and ten percent. You smell fine meats, and then you smell not fine meats. You smell disgusting meets and you look right behind but i do end up the strip mall like seeing it it was yeah he he would join you see it walking back into the wood um but then you see this 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 injured girl and this older man oh my gosh are you guys okay um close close to it um this young lady's got an injury we need to take care of now no no uh i'm okay i'm just Thank you for everything. I'm just I I need to go. 
Where is there to go? You have a, a big cut on your arm that we need to take care of. I, I can, I can take care of it. And you guys hear a sound. It's a police siren. Shit. And a man walks out, and it's um, it's your dad, Mary, and he looks fucking pissed. He looks at you, and he says. <laughs> Mary, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, yeah. Could could I try to could Dakota um, try to say something? Here? Sure. Go. I think yeah. it would be better. So, if we did. Yeah. Dakota goes on and says, "Oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm so sorry." What? What? Yeah. What are you apologizing for? Why does she have a? Why does she have a cut? I'm. I'm just, I'm worried about my daughter. Uh, there you... was something in the woods. It was really dangerous and really scary. And I feel like she couldn't handle it. I think she got cut running away. Well, uh, was it a bear, a big wild animal? But Mary, you here. Of course she couldn't fucking handle it. She's always been. And he says, I am, I am really sorry. I don't know. Not, not about her it wasn't her fault but about whatever she got you into i am so so deeply sorry oh, she she didn't get me into anything it's... i promise sir i just know that she's new to town so i was guiding her through the woods i didn't realize this was the time that creatures would be trying to come out so she got scared cut herself on a branch she should be okay as for me, this is because yeah, yeah. he's still covered in blood <laughs> from what happened earlier. <laughs> As for me, I still just I work with the butcher. This is very normal for me. I was doing work before she came along. Don't worry, she didn't do anything. I I can vouch for him. She did cut herself on the branch. I, I have some bandages if I have some bandages if you want to you would like her to be treated oh, yeah. right away please please, please that. do that uh she's she's looking bad I, I i i um i'm sorry i've i've been i haven't been able to watch her much between everything that happened at the uh between everything that happened at the quarry and then the radio station i i um i have had my hands full Oh, we something understand. happened at the quarry? I... I roam the woods super often. How come I never heard of this? You remember how that, uh... That old mine shaft was blocked? Yeah, um... Apparently some construction workers from the, uh... From that new corporation that's been rolling into town. They, uh, wanted to open it back up and see what was down there. They exploded it and killed themselves. Got crushed under the rubble. Could find a body, but get this. Wild animals came and picked it dry. Maybe I could help you find out what animal did that. I feel like most animals around these parts, we don't have too many bears. And I'm starting to think that maybe 
whatever we got startled by could have done that. So I would love to help you guys out with the bodies. I know more about a lot of the animals around here. I mean, if if you really, really, really want to. Mary is shaking her head, like, feverently, no, at <laughs> Dakota. Not not saying anything, just, just like, maybe don't work with my dad. Well, Dakota continues. Well, I just want to help you guys out. It seems like you got your hands full and... Well, I mean... If you need me, um, you can call me. I'm 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 Officer Richard Thomas. Well, pleased to meet you, Officer. I know that I've been here a while, but it sounds like you and the family have been just kind of settling down. Sorry, this all had to happen to you so soon, but well, I'll see what I can find out there. I promise I can fend for myself with other creatures. I've got plenty of deterrence around this belt of mine. I'll be all right, but I would like to investigate those bodies. It sounds like some creatures are getting too hungry out there. That might be a sign that the environment's getting a little hit. Maybe lots of prey animals aren't sticking around as they should. I mean, that, if that's if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I am more than fine with, uh, with that entire set of circumstances. All right, well, thank you, officer. I'll see if I can stop by tomorrow morning. I still got to clean myself off from work. And take care of your little girl. I heard that your father. I, I wish, I wish that I could take a little bit more pride in saying that in this very specific situation uh, than I normally would. But nope, she's my girl. That's that is that's her. And he looks down at her and. He looks a little bit disappointed, but also relieved that she's okay. And Dakota has one more thing to add. Also, that cut might get a little infected. It might be a little dangerous for her to hang out hang out with the other kids at the high school. And then he turns to Mary, and he, he kind of, like, um, he reaches down and sort of, sort of tries to get a reaction out of her. And uh, he goes, hear that? Hear that, Mary? You're going to be taking a couple days off of school. And, um, Mary, what you see is you see your dad change. You see your dad change and get taller. And um, his clothes disappear. They, they, they transform into darkness. Into this um, black, voided-out suit. And he looks down at you on one knee. And he says, You, uh, you fucked it up again, haven't you, Typhoid Mary? And he, uh, takes your face and he, uh, puts his hand on it and then he's gone. And in his, in, in this, in this mysterious man's place is, is your father who is trying to get some sort of reaction out of you. She uh, kind of snaps back into reality, I guess. Not that she's very animated to begin with. She goes, uh, oh, uh, great. Y- yeah. Alright, well, I'll be taking her and I'll be I'll be seeing the two of you around uh, soon? I'll stop so. by the station tomorrow. I'll see if what kind of creature we're dealing with here. That could have 
been so hungry as to devour human bodies. That's not very common. Human bodies. Uh, yeah. yeah. Doesn't seem very common, but, you know, you never know what you're going to find up here. That's what I've learned in my, what, two weeks now of service, and it gives, he gives you a heartier laugh, and then he, uh, he gets back in his car, and he's like, okay, come on, Mary, we're going home. She hesitates for a second, but kind of goes with him. All right, and then and then they drive off, and it's just the two of you sitting at the front of town with this entire like view. Behind you, there's the strip mall, and there's the there's the forest, and in front of you, there is this entire town that you can see because the strip mall is kind of built up on a hill. Um overlooked then by the forest actually in the clearing i forgot to mention this you can see everything you are you are above all of these shorter smaller homes um but from here you can kind of see the landscape you can see all of the larger buildings peeking up from these small houses and the sun is setting and what do you guys want to talk about well, Dakota. I saw um, what you saw. I promise. That. I think I might know what that is. I'd hope so. I, from what I can tell, it looked like a, a Wendigo, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, I, my parents and my grandparents told me stories about those. You said you were gonna go check that area out. Well, I'm gonna check the police tomorrow? station. I feel like if that thing ate those bodies, it'd have more distinct bite marks. I have a feeling that might have been the main cause of death. Wendigos are known to eat humans, which most other animals don't do. So, I just want to confirm that. But I don't think I can stomach telling them there's a Wendigo in our midst. I don't think it would be good a, a good idea to for anyone else to know about this. To be honest, I'd like for it to stick around a little while longer. This is like the first incredibly out of oh. ordinary thing I've well, seen. Well, then you're weeks. gonna get used to Nirvana. Really? This place, weird people, weird things like this. Yeah, it's originally why Fun fact. I came here. It's kind of why I did, too. I knew this place would be a little weird, a little exciting, and not nearly as much of a hassle as Vegas was. I, 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 I get that. Um, but before we keep talking about that, I was wondering, what should we do about that, um... What was her name? Cop said Mary? Yeah. Um, I... Just have a hunch she's not going to be staying put in that house. She oh, doesn't seem I'm like certain she's going to leave. She was skipping school, and then I decided I used to skip school, so I knew what she was going through. But when I let her out to the woods, I think now that I know a Wendigo's in our mist, I don't think it's too outrageous to say that girl might be something supernatural herself. 
I suggest we bring her with us. I'd be careful about that. She seems... Well, she obviously her, doesn't right? trust us, but... but... She seems powerful, and she seem it seems like she... So, I'm a little afraid of her, not gonna lie. But maybe if we get a little friendlier with her, she'll stop being so skittish. Mm -hmm. I understand. Um, how about we focus on all that tomorrow, maybe? Oh, I'm yeah, of course. I've got to clean myself off. And I still have a splitting headache. I'm still hearing, like, noises and... My throat's not feeling very great either. I'm gonna go home. I've already told Bill. I suggest we deal with this in the morning. And All right. as you guys sort of depart for the night, we cut back to... Well, we flash. We flash to what everyone is doing um, to prepare for the night. Um, we see Mary on her way back driving in um driving with her dad and she's sort of staring out the window blankly um not really sure about everything that happened today i would imagine probably very scared and confused but also very unsure mm -hmm. and we see dakota um Probably just having a normal night's rest. See him, he's cleaned off all the blood. Like, we see him, like, splash water on his face in the mirror as he looks at himself and kind of whispers, What did that girl do to me? And we see Digaby in an undisclosed location with a giant, giant bulletin board um, in front of him. And he's connecting um, pins and string and photos um, from all across and they all they all meet in one place in the very center um, and we cut back and we see the monster and it's following something a trail through the woods and as it gets dark down the street and we cut back to Digaby as he's looking up at the bulletin board and how much he's gathered today. He says, um, tomorrow's gonna be a long day. <laughs>